Hey, hey, everybody, we are back. And today I actually have one of my favorites. Oh, look, I'm actually pointing in the right direction. <laughs> listening in. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing on YouTube in the right direction. Um, for some of you that have been around, you know Jen Herman. For some of you, you might not have seen her around my profile yet. She's one of my besties. She's actually one of the reasons why I ended up in San Diego. You were the first one to make me feel home when I came visit San Diego. I still remember like yesterday, rooftop, <laughs> moving the menu out of the way, moving the silverware out of the way, taking pictures of all the food we had. And I was like, yeah, I, I feel like home. For everybody that doesn't know Jen, so Jen Herman is a social media consultant, speaker, and global recognized, I lost my thought, there it is, Instagram expert. What else? You are the queen of Instagram. I should know that without having to read the bio. Um, she's also sought after an international speaker, providing tips, resources, and training for organizations of all sizes that need to structure their social media strategies. Did somebody say structure? This is where we get along. Your business background includes administration, sales, human resources, and marketing, and you enjoy bringing all the skills together to help your clients and your audience grow their business. Jen has been featured in Inc., Fox News, BBC News, Yahoo Finance, Entrepreneur, HuffPost, The Verge, CBS Radio LA, and quite a few other podcasts and publications. Yeah, you also authored Instagram for Dummies, Instagram for Business Dummies, and The Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing. That's a mouthful. <laughs> I've done a couple things. It's fine. Just, just a few. <laughs> and why I also wanted to bring you on, I'm like, yes, this is Boss Your Business, but you were in that unique situation. First of all, you are mom. You're a single mom, you have a full-time job, and you have a full-time business. Yeah. So if somebody knows busy moms, it's you. I might know a thing or two. I, I might have lost an hour of sleep here or there in my lifetime, yes. Just a few. And on top of things, we both are immigrants. So it's like yeah. it, it never gets boring with us. Tell me, how, how did you actually end up ending with Instagram? How how did you get here? <laughs> you know, I always love this question because people are like, you know, what made you choose Instagram? I'm like, I didn't. It kind of chose me. Um, and it wasn't something like I didn't wake up one day and be like, I'm going to be an Instagram expert. Like, oh, I really like this and I'm going to do this. It was totally not my intention. It was, I mean, it's been nine and a half years now um, since God. I started my blog. Like, I know it feels like, I mean, literally we're coming up on 10 years. It's crazy. Um, and I started my blog and it was social media trends. It was talking about all different things that happened in social media. And at the time, Instagram was around, oh. but it was still very new. It was still, you know, photos. Now, now I'm learning something new. I didn't even know that Jen's trends used to be social media trends. Yeah, it was this Jen's why I love trends it. in social media. That was the whole that. thing. I never knew that. <laughs> Learn something new too. There you go. But that was the thing. It was, yeah, it was meant, and I blogged about you know Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and I was like okay well I guess I should embrace this whole Instagram thing like I'm gonna have a blog on trend <laughs> I should embrace Instagram and so I fell in love with it as an app like as a user I loved Instagram I loved the photography I loved the community I loved the interaction like there was everything about it that I loved so then I was like well how do you use this for business 
and I, again, I had my blog. My blog was about six months old. I had met a few people back in the day, like the Mia Voss and and Dustin Stout and Mike Altons of the world who had oh big Google Plus audiences. The Google Plus days. That's yeah. when we went into each other the first time. That's exactly. how I met Mike too. It was all Google, Google Plus. Plus. I know, we go so far back. Oh my God. <laughs> and so it was one of those things where I was like, I started trying to research how to use Instagram for business. And there was nothing out there. There was nothing of quality. And so I was like, well, screw it. I have this little tiny blog. And I started testing and I started doing case studies. And I started like, again, I'm very strategic. Like if you show mm -hmm. me something, I can tell you how to apply it. And so I started being like, well, try this. And, and I can't take credit because there's no proof, but I'm pretty sure the whole click the link in the bio, there is no documented evidence of someone saying that before my blog that I am aware of. So if anyone has evidence to the contrary, please feel free to you know take me off my high horse. But this was, I started teaching business tactics on Instagram using mm -hmm. my blog. And within six months, I was ranking number one on Google across the board because I was the only person I wrote one blog post a week, every week dedicated to Instagram. And I just built this, you know, this trust on, on the website that started ranking on Google. I started getting podcast invites. I started getting speaking invites and I was like, Oh, okay, here we are. <laughs> it wasn't the intention at all. It was just, I wanted to blog and I wanted to share. And so after about like a solid year, I was mm -hmm. like, okay, this is a thing. This is not a trend. This is not a fad. This is where I'm going. And I went all in and that's, I've stopped blogging pretty much at all. I, I blog very little compared to what I've ever done before, but now it's very, focused obviously on Instagram. When I do blog, when I speak, when I go anywhere, I would say 90% of my content is now Instagram related. But yeah, it was just an evolution through time. <laughs> and the fun thing is, it's like, no matter if I if I just talk with people or here on the podcast, the ones that are successful seem to be following what I call the yellow brick road. It's like, yeah. we just pay attention to what's happening. Where is it leading us? And that's what we roll with. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. This was not, like I said, I did not wake up and be like, I'm going to be an Instagram expert. I, this is like, I have a master's in forensic science. Like this was like, my life plan was not to teach Instagram marketing. <laughs> like, this but is not that, where I was planning to end up, but I love my life. I love the people that I've met because of it. Mm -hmm. I love the things I get to do because of it. And I think it is something where for a lot of women, especially, but people in general, we get so shoehorned into, well, this was what I went to school for. And this is what I'm expected to do. Oh, and this God. is the career I chose. And this is what I have to continue. And I fail if I walk away. And I was like, like, to your point, the yellow book road, I was like, but the road's going this way. And okay, well, we'll go that way. Whatever happens, happens. And someday Instagram will die. And someday it won't be relevant. And I'll have moved into a different avenue of, of my business. And whether that's you know, business mentorship or still social media, different platform, who knows? But at this point, the road's been really fun. So I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> so it sounds like you yourself, before we are diving into the whole, um, how people can use Instagram to actually help their businesses. Um, sounds like for you, um, it is kind of like the speaking, education, consulting kind of thing that you were doing in, in this case in your business. 
Yeah. And that really did like that's like the early stages, it was focused on speaking. And you mentioned at the top of the show, like I, I still have a full-time job. I've been at my day job for 12, 13, however many decades I've been there, it feels like, but it's been over 13 years I've been at the day job. So I've been doing this the whole time while having that full-time job. And so when I started doing Jen's trends and building the business model, I didn't need the quote revenue. I had a job that, that mm -hmm. paid the bills and I went hard on the speaking aspect because it allowed me to be able to do the pro bono events. It allowed me to be able to build up the repertoire through, you know, podcast interviews and everything else. And that was what I built the business as was educating, speaking and, you know, that kind of, you know, the webinars and, and all that sort of stuff. And then with that, I started going into the consulting. So I started the revenue generating process almost in reverse of what most people do. They, they, they want to make the money. They got to build the business. And then they're like, oh, well, now that I'm making money, let me be, go be a speaker. Hmm. I kind of did the backwards option because I had that luxury. But yeah, then I moved into the consulting and, you know, and I love that. I love my clients and I do very limited one-on-one -on -one consulting and I'm very picky about the clients I take on, but it's fun. And I get to do really good, fun things with my clients when we take on that to, you know, dive deep into, you know, auditing their Instagram accounts, looking at their strategy, looking, you know, what we can do to reach those goals that they've set and, and commit to working with those clients rather than just, you know, taking on 20 clients for the sake of it and just cranking out work for, because I can. Yeah. I'm like, we, we both agree on that one where it's like, we shouldn't take on clients just to take on clients. Yeah. And I love how you mentioned how you approached your side hustle initially, because when I talk with a lot of people and they want to start a business, it's, I often run into this issue of, you are looking at building a full-time business, but you don't have the luxury yet to put full-time into that business because you have a full-time yep. job. And I'm often like, you're not going to make it a full-time business till you are in that pressure point of it having to be a full-time business. I love how you approached it and you went for the speaking stuff for everything that, that full-time businesses always hope for, but we need to make money first kind of thing. And you established yourself. So I'm like, ooh, this might actually be a really, really good approach for everybody that does start with the side hustle. Yeah. Get your stuff down. Get yourself established publicly. Be really, really tight on who you work with. And then having that public recognition, knowing that you easily can bring in clients, will make it easier to turn it into a full-time game. And that's the thing. When you're standing on a stage, you've proven your credibility. People yep. want to work with you. You work less hard to get clients when you've got that trust factor built in because you've spoken on these stages or on these podcasts that people recognize your expertise. And with that, though, like there has to be an understanding of commitment. And this was something that I struggled with a bit with my ex-husband because at the time I was married when I started Jen's Trends. And, you know, he's like, you're giving up your evenings, you're giving up your weekends. He's like, you're not spending time with me. You're on the computer. You're doing all, you're writing these blog posts and you're doing these interviews and you're doing all these things, but you're not making any money. Why are you doing this? And it took a while for him to learn my under, like my concept and where my thought process was. And I probably didn't communicate it all that well. Cause I was like, it's fine. I got it under control, but it was something where I had to commit to, I'm going to put in X number of months, years, time without making money. 
And for some people, that's not an easy commitment to make. Even yeah. if you have the job that's going to commit to paying your bills, you're still giving up this time. And if you're running your own life and you're single and no kids, you've got the time to do it. But if you're married, Heck, you're it's like, I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm like, I'm single in San Diego. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I don't really want to go on a date tonight because I'm freaking tired. I just want to sit on the couch and do nothing. Right. <laughs> so it's like, I watch you and it's, it's, it's job, it's Jen's trends, it's your little one and dance recitals and <laughs> school and feeding and all the things where I'm like, but it's also how do people over time, do it? right? Like <laughs> I I started this when I didn't have my daughter. My daughter's seven now, and I started this nine and a half years ago. So when I started this, I didn't have the kid. That made obviously a difference. And then as the business grew it started to, I don't want to say it runs on autopilot because it doesn't. And there's plenty of nights I'm up till two o'clock in the morning. There's plenty of nights. Like I was writing a promo email the other night, people. And I was like, this is the last place I want to be sitting at this desk, writing this email, but I got to get this out. Like, so it doesn't, it's not always easy, but once you get the momentum, it starts to run and you start to be like, okay, I'm giving two hours this day. I'm giving three hours this day. I've often told people, I'm like, if you are a mom or, you know, a wife or whatever it is, set boundaries and you say, okay, Saturday from, you know, 7am to 10am is mommy time. Mommy's going to be working on my business. That means no interruptions unless you're legit bleeding and need to go to the hospital. So you know, set a boundary and then mm -hmm. it's a little hard at first, but after a couple months, the kids, the spouse, the family start to realize, okay, that's mom's time. And you learn to be super productive in those three hours. Cause you know, those are your three hours to get a week's worth of stuff done for your, for your side hustle. But then you can be like, okay, well, now I'm going to take two hours on a Wednesday night or, or I'm going to do an hour after the kids go to bed on Tuesday or whatever it is. You start building up those hours where it becomes part of your routine. And then as it starts to build that momentum, it gets easier. It's actually the hardest thing is just starting and getting it on track. And you you spoke uh, to a good point here of, okay, Saturday morning, those three hours, and you just get a week's worth of work done. That's our human psychology because it's going to take as much time as we give it. Yes. So setting those boundaries also makes you just more productive and just getting the thing done. Yeah. And I think we also, especially, this is something I've had to learn and I'm still <laughs> learning it. And I've been, I'm, you know, I'm 41 years old. I'm still learning these things, but you have to learn to give yourself grace, especially yeah. when you are running a business as a mom, as a spouse, whether you're, you know, married, single, whatever it is you have a lot of commitments and it's, you know, I had a bunch of stuff come up in a, in a personal circumstance last week and I lost literally two whole days of the week, just gone. I was committed to this other personal endeavor that I had to deal with. And it meant no work at the day job, no work on my business. I was tired. I was exhausted, but so yeah, things didn't get done yeah. and that's okay. And I mean, I always make sure my client work is done. Like I set a hierarchy, a priority list that says like, this has to be done. This is a due date. But you know, if that email that should go out for a promo goes out next week yeah. instead of this week, not the end of the world. You know, if that video that you want to record for YouTube didn't get done today and you do it tomorrow, no one's going to freak out because you're 24 hours behind on your YouTube video. Like yeah. we put more pressure on ourselves than anybody else. And it's okay to have that grace and say, you know what? Tonight's going to be a Netflix night and I'm just not going to kill myself. That's okay. Yeah. I did that last Saturday, literally. <laughs> never, le never left the couch and just binged watched. Right? Um, 
Now, how can our busy moms make use of Instagram to make their life easier? I'm like, I love Instagram to connect with people and get out there and promo my stuff. But you are the Instagram queen. I'm literally just throwing spaghetti at the wall at this point and see what <laughs> sticks simply because I haven't had the time. No, actually, because there's a lot behind the scenes happening where it's cleaning up and me figuring out what I want to do. So I'm like, I don't need to pay that much attention yet. But my audience is paying more attention. So how can they start or get better in using Instagram to maybe even cut off some of that busy mom time and get some time back. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I love about Instagram, and it's it's not as true today as it was a couple of years ago, <laughs> um, but it's still true, is the community involvement that you get out of Instagram. So yeah. find the, the mommy bloggers that have a similar lifestyle to you. Find the women in your industry that are out there on Instagram, whether they live in your city, your state, your country, whatever, and find those people that elevate you. You know, like it, I have a bunch of people that I follow. Some are mommy bloggers, some are, you know, other professionals in the industry. And I am not like the raw, raw cheerleader. Yay. Motivation. Like that's not me. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Nice. <laughs> it's not. I can't, I can't even try. Like I literally can't even do it with my own kid. I'm like, you read a sentence. Good for you. I like I hired a tutor because the tutor's like, oh my god, you did it! And she is just a walking cheerleader, and I'm like, good on you, kid. You read her. <laughs> it's like I just I'm not the cheerleader. She 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 is over. Jen is overdoing it a little bit. She is she is a straight, plain, forward cheerleader. She's not going to be the one with pom poms and dancing. No, but I but she you. will cheer you on too. But and that's where I find the right people on Instagram that talk and you know, communicate in a similar way that, mm -hmm. you know, they post their makeup lists faces with the kid in the strewn apart, you know, disastrous rooms. And they're like, it's okay, mom. We're all, we're all in this together. Like, so having those, those other people that, especially if you are running a side hustle, if you're a stay at home mom, or if you're a single yeah. mom and, and you're trying to launch a business or, or trying to, you know, choose your second career in life and you feel very isolated and you don't, feel like there's people around you in your actual core who understand all social media, but especially Instagram, because the type of community that it fosters is a great way to connect with these people who get you, who see you, who you can see and be like, oh, like they're having a bad day or, you know, oh, they did that launch and it fell flat, but they're still, they're still going, they're still mm -hmm. doing this. And so find those people who are open and honest and transparent and, and that communicate in the way that you do. If you need the rah-rah cheerleaders, go find the rah-rah cheerleaders. <laughs> if you want the like, tell it like it is, you know, sarcasm, go find the tell it like it is sarcasm. But find those people because they will motivate you to keep going. Because when you're doing a side hustle, when you're starting a business, there are way more failures than there are successes. And it can be really hard to get through, but you need that community. And DM those people, reply to their stories, comment on their posts. They're going to reply and you start to foster these relationships and these little DM chats with other people. And it's just a really good way to build yourself up and give yourself the confidence and the space mentally to say, I've got this, I can do this. And I think what I like a lot about Instagram, and I send everybody to my Instagram stories that once behind the scenes, 
I can do the behind the scenes. I can be me. We took it a little bit raunchy here a couple of days ago in my Instagram I thought, yeah, this and I had fun with it. Um, for everybody that didn't see the story, what I did is it's like I had a little bit of hint picture of myself with a glass of bubbly and I'm like, okay, let's have some fun. What am I up to today? And only sultry answers. And we had we had a blast with that. But that's what I do in my Instagram stories because they're gone in 24 hours. I get to have fun in there and just do and, and engage and build the relationships that I used to build on other platforms. Now... Yeah. I don't see TikTok going that way. Sorry, I don't. Somehow for me, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, but I get to also have fun in reels on Instagram where some of my reels are educational. Some of them is the fun stuff. And then I have my regular content that I schedule out in my feed. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's this this it's all in one. of your brand, of your business. And that's something that, you know, a lot of people always ask to like, well, how much should be personal and how much should be, you know, business? How much do like, you want to? That's the thing. I'm like, if you are your brand, like Evie, you are your brand. Yeah. I am my brand. So it's easier for me to be more personal because here's a photo of my kid. That's me. That's my brand. That's my life. Like that's easy. If you are a team or if you've got a group of people, it's a little bit harder to be as personal because there's other aspects. It's a larger group of people or organization or whatever. But if you are your brand, and most people starting out or doing a side hustle, you are your brand, whether you're in, you know, mm -hmm. real estate or education or, you know, you're doing product for Etsy, whatever it is, you are your brand. There is no right or wrong answer. Like sometimes 90% of your content can be personal because that's yep. what people connect with. They want to know you as a person. And then you put out a little bit of business. You might do 80% business and 20% personal. It is your choice. But absolutely use those stories like because like I said, they're they're gone in 24 hours. You can be much more relaxed. You can be much more casual. The, you know, bad audio. Who cares? Bad lighting. Who cares? It's going to be gone in 24 hours. But as a result, most brands, most organizations of any size get better conversions off their Instagram stories than any other content because of that. Because, because it's real. Feed, Exactly. Our feed is so polished and perfect and, and filtered and long captions of description and sales posts. And then your reels are just, they're reels. They're, they're out like, there. They're high level. They're not high converting. They're, that's like, just not what reels do. And then you got stories of, oh, so I haven't taken a shower in two days because I've been deep in client work. <laughs> and people are like, oh my God, I can totally relate. Like, but then that starts to lead into the questions of, well, are you taking on more clients? Like that's where you start to build those threads of conversions is from the Instagram stories. Cause that's where we, you know, metaphorically and literally let our hair down. <laughs> it's where we <laughs> tend to just be a bit more real with who we are. And that's what people connect with. Like the whole polished, you know, photo shoot edited, you know, perfectly curated feed is great, but that doesn't tell people who you are. And if they want to work with you, they want to know who you are. And that's where Instagram stories are so powerful. And why, even though I don't love stories, I love stories <laughs> for that reason. And it's been fun. I'm like specifically with my sultry post. I'm like, I was just feeling it. I was a, I was one glass of bubbly in, you know, I get all happy after my first glass. 
And I'm like, why not? Everybody knows I'm single. Everybody knows I'm in San Diego. Let's have some fun with it. And it triggered some conversations with some people that I hadn't talked to in months. Yeah. Where it's like a friend of mine just popped into, so what did you actually do that <laughs> evening? And I'm like, what do you think I did? <laughs> Like, I'm single in San Diego. What do you think I did? Um, you also talk about turning Instagram into a business tool, making it work for your business. You have not only a couple of freebies, but also membership. I want to talk for the freebies first. And guys, you all going to find those goodies in the description. It's all going to be linked there. I got everything ready for you. Um, you are diving into some reels content too and helping people with their reels. Aren't you? I am maybe begrudgingly so, but no, it's honestly <laughs> like, and everyone knows, like I, I don't even have TikTok on my phone. People like I do not do TikTok. I do not do this type of content. I do not love reels. I don't consume them. I don't love creating them, but I see their value. Hey, girl, you, that is a huge time saver for you because I spent an hour last night sitting in the bathtub with a glass of bubbly, just scrolling reels and TikTok. I swear. <laughs> where I could save myself a lot of time. But right. I agree, there's there's a lot of TikTok and real style out there right now where I'm like, I'm I'm not, I can't. My my brain doesn't comprehend reading your reel while there is a different audio behind it. I can't. Right. And that's and that's a thing, right? Like there's so many different things that people can do with the short form yeah. video when it comes to reels. And I think that's where a lot of people, especially if they're starting out, are very overwhelmed. Like, it's one thing to be able to say, like, okay, go to camera, click reels, film. But when you start looking at the types of transitions and the music and the text boxes and the, you know, what are you going to put in, whether it's a 15 second or a 90 second video and all these things, it can be very overwhelming. So I've, I've in my membership program, you know, we've done a lot of reels training. We have another reels training coming up uh, this month in September. And I've created a couple freebies. So I have one, which is 12 reels topics to get you started. So literally I'm giving you 12 topics. And the reason I chose 12 is because I'm like, you do one a month, that's a year's worth of content. Ooh. If you do one every week, that's, you know, four a month, that's three months worth of content. So I picked 12 for a reason because it's going to give you a solid content strategy to be like, this month I'm doing this reel, this week I'm doing this reel. And you can literally go through and create one of every one of these that give you context of why you should A, be doing this type of reel but be an example of what that looks like. And I have the screenshots in there. So you can literally go to that account and go see their whole reel, get a feel for what that looks like. How are you going to recreate that? You can even then, if you really wanted to take that and be like, use template and you can recreate your own reel off of that template from this ebook. So it's really meant to give you a good starting point. And then the other ebook is five mistakes to avoid, because it's really easy to be like, great, let's just do a reel. Oh God, uh, yeah. But there's some things that you should avoid for a variety of reasons, whether it's just, you know, common kind of behavior on the platform, things that could impact you detrimentally as a business if you start doing certain types of things. Um, if you're looking for certain types of goals and you're trying something that's totally unsupportive of that, then you're never going to feel like they work for you. So that's the other ebook is, is five mistakes to avoid just to kind of help give you that, that starting point to be like, okay, I can do this. I've got the content, 12 pieces of content I can create. And here's the things to avoid doing. So you can set yourself up for success. 
Sounds like a perfect getting starting point right there. You also have your profit for profile where you support your membership on staying on track and getting shit done, don't you? I do. And it's so I'm actually celebrating the one year anniversary. Of, it's been a year already. It's been a year. I launched in September. It's been one year. Profit Your Profile is a year old. She made it. <laughs> Where the hell is time going? I oh my God. Like, I can't even. I was like, no, I'm like today's September 1st. I'm like, what? What? I thought it was am, May. <laughs> it's like, who am, who am I to talk? I'm like, I still remember the picture of you being highly pregnant in heels on the patio. And now Sabrina is seven years old. So apparently... Right. My feeling for time has changed. It really has. So happy anniversary, profit for profile. I'm what super- do you do in there? How do you how do you support your your membership? So it's it's really again it's focused on Instagram, right? That's obviously the key focus. So this came up because I've been asked to do this for for a while, and again, it was one of those things where I didn't really have the time and resources to build this out. And then through the pandemic, it was like, well, there's no better time than now to start. Everybody sitting at home, so we started a membership. But it's it's designed to give you. So we have four live sessions every month. So every week you have a live session. The first of every month, um, we dive into the biggest up. Well, actually, all the updates from Instagram. So every month I compile every single update. It's usually double digit. Um, last month, uh, well, I haven't finished compiling August, but July, I think we had 14 updates, uh, June, we had 22 updates. So there's a lot that like Instagram is testing and updating and tweaking that most people don't know about. So in the first Friday of every month, we break down all those updates and how they impact you. So we actually say like, okay, they're running this test. We're going to assume this is going to roll out. It's probably going to roll out in Q4, which means your Q1 strategy needs to be factored into this type of new content or or new search criteria, whatever it is. So we really dive deep into what these updates mean for you as a business and a brand, not just, oh, they tested some things. Yay. But we get super strategic. Then we have two live training sessions every month. One session is with me. All these are live replays are available for everything. And then the second is always a guest expert. So I've brought in Rome Johnson from Microsoft. I've had a celebrity chef. Uh, she won MasterChef, Claudia Sandoval. Love um, her. Love her. I and the hair. Had, and the but, hair. Guys, if you have not seen Claudia Sandoval, look her up. That red. Claudia <sighs> Sandoval. And she she's actually, and the reason, one of the reasons they had her come in is she actually was one of the, the co-organizers of the San Diego Igers, the original San Diego Instagram group. Way back when I started doing this nine and a half years ago, she was one that would put on the events here in San Diego for Instagrammers. So she's like legit deep into like the Instagram world, not Mm -hmm. just being, you know, a celebrity chef. So she had a ton of great insights. Um, We've had lawyers, we've had photographers, we've had my co-author on uh, the dummies books, people that have just come in as experts to help train, not just Instagram, but business knowledge in general. And then I do an open office hours um, once a month, the last week of every month, we do open office hours, which is where you can come and ask me your questions, whatever you want to know, whatever your questions are about your Instagram account. We dive into all those round robin styles. So it's, you get all of that. And then you get like my free face or it's a free, but it's part of the membership, the Facebook group um, where you can get in and ask your questions, where I share all the updates and all these yeah. sorts of things. So it's, it's a ton of access to me. Um, and you get a whole year for less than what you would pay for a one hour consultation with me. So it's kind of a no brainer. Um, but it is designed to, it's access to the Jen Herman. 
It is actually. It's a no brainer no matter what. <laughs> Just saying. And it's designed to really help people get, like I said, profit your profile. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to, you know, profit. You can be a nonprofit and still be in the membership, but it's designed for you to actually grow your business on Instagram, not just yeah. to stay on top of the news and the trends, but to actually dive deep into the strategies that are going to help you grow. They're going to help you get the leads, help you close those sales, help you actually, you know, reach your target audience, go back to having fun on Instagram, like whatever it is that you want to achieve. This is what we focus on to help reach those goals tangibly in, you know, reasonable timeframes. And I love the, uh, the combination of outside teachings of the, the yeah. whole nerdy numbers, how does it apply? And then also the business strategy that goes along with that. So guys, it's in the description. It's a freaking no brainer because it's also cheap as fuck. I'm just saying, <laughs> um, Thanks so much for coming by today, Jen. We will be having Bubbly here pretty soon in person yeah. again, too. Yeah. And again, audience out there, everything Jen just mentioned, from the five reels mistakes to avoid to the 12 reels ideas, as well as the link to the Profit Your Profile membership, it will all be in the description. So go follow her because Jen is the queen of Instagram. And Instagram is working. It, it is. is working and it can be easy and it can be simple and it can drive your business. So yeah. go click those links, connect with Jen, and I'll see you soon for more bubbly. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.